Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is? Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. The sexiest woman is Bohemian Trophy Widow, Didi LaFrac, Hey. <laughs>Hey everybody, it's Didi. This is San Francisco Dam for Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. I am calling this Wacky Wednesday. And you know I come to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Guys, today I'm talking about what it feels like living in a punchline. San Francisco has become a punchline. It's official. San Francisco has become a punchline. It, it is official. They had a debate in New York City and one of the lady politicians said to the other, you know, actually it was an interviewer. I feel unsafe here. I just I just wanted to let you know I feel unsafe here. And then the politician was like, yeah, uh-huh. And says, I don't want us to become like San Francisco. <laughs> oh, it's official, guys. I live in a punchline. Well, how does it feel? I put a pin in that. We had an election yesterday. Uh, it was an interesting election. Some interesting races was the DA, there were two people running uh, misogynistic males. One, the son of a famous lady. I won't name her. I was following her on Twitter. I'm not even going to talk about that she blocked me. Then I blocked her back. <laughs> ah, Lord, uh, the son of the famous lady, and then this wacky Asian dude. This dude is real wacky, and he seems sadistic, a little psycho. He lost. Those two guys lost. So we do, for the next four years, we have our district attorney. Her name is Brooke Jenkins. She was the stand-in because we recalled the commie pro-crime Bolshevik, Chesa Boudin. He got recalled. I think that was in June. Then the mayor appointed... Uh, Jenkins, and now she is officially our DA, and she is promising, you know, things she says in San Francisco, it's normal anyplace else, and she's like, well, just because we live here, it doesn't mean that we can't have law and order. I'm like, what? This city is so far gone, guys. And near me, and I'll take the pen out on living in a punchline, <laughs> San Francisco, it's funny, you will be talking to people about the dystopia, and they'll say, what are you talking about? Then they will bring a, a beautiful photograph of a vista like from Russian Hill or the Crookedest Street, Lombard Street, or that old standby, Golden Gate Bridge. I'll show you a photograph of Golden Gate Bridge and like, yeah, it's so horrible here. See, they're very cold-hearted. I'm sorry, progressives. One of the negative things about progressives is that they lack emotional intelligence and they tend to be very snarky and punitive if you do not agree with them. So they will throw these photographs up and then by now... A lot of people on social media in San Francisco, they they used to be very defensive of San Francisco. And they couldn't admit how dystopian it is. I mean, it's a, it is really a nationwide punchline. When people talk about San Fran feces, oh, San Fran fentanyl, San Fran psycho, San Fran sicko, they talk about these things of feces, the needles, the homeless, the smashing grabs. We have more crime in San Francisco per capita than in New York City. So how does it feel living in a punchline? Okay, let me just talk about my feelings. I've been avoiding talking about that. It feels weird as a woman. It's artistically rich. It's weird as a woman, and it's artistically rich. 
Now, being here as a former liberal, I'm, I don't consider myself a San Francisco liberal. Any place else I would be a liberal. So I call myself libertine. I'm pretty intolerant of anybody who can't at least admit that this is a troubled city. It doesn't matter that we've got some beautiful areas, beautifully manicured areas. Stores are closing all the time. Major chains get looted repeatedly. The glass windows get broken. It is very ghostly in areas. Uh, Wow, all over the city, Union Square, there was this guy. His name is Raw Ricky. He had a video of a woman with a metallic baseball bat threatening people at Union Square across the street from Macy's. That's why I don't call myself a liberal here. I'm not a San Francisco liberal. Oh, so taking a pen out of that. Near me is a, it's walking distance. Let's see, if I was walking there, walking pretty snazzy, I'd be there in 15, 15 minutes. This big, beautiful Whole Foods opened up a market between 7th and 8th. Beautiful Whole Foods. I've never been there. I've seen pictures. My friends have told me about it, their photographs. I've never been there because I'm I kind of like burnt out from the dystopia, shopping dystopia. And I like to go to the places where it is okay to shop. Brand new spanking Whole Foods, which sucks to be them. They are right across the street from the notorious... <laughs> Linkage Center, uh, that is 1170 Market, where they let the druggies come in and get high, and they've got all these well-paid nonprofit employees to make sure they don't kill themselves. They do karaoke, get high, pass out. Yeah, it's called the Linkage Center. I know. Like I said, it's I'm living in a punchline. Well, this dystopia is directly, <laughs> nervous laughter, directly across the street from the Whole Foods. I know. It sucks to be them. And the news is that they are, uh, they announced that they are changing their hours. They have to conform, to, to live in a punchline of a city, you conform to the criminality. Instead of arresting the criminals, oh, we're going to close early. Now, all the grocery stores around me used to be open until uh, 10. They don't do that anymore. This is the sundown town, so the Whole Foods will be closing early. I'm really surprised they're not going to fold it up. Like, how can you have a business in a city with these lax policies, lax policies where people are able to steal freely? It is like, it is so weird. Guys, I I know this too shall pass. I will be out of here. And in the future, I'll be talking about, wow, but it'll take a long time to get San Francisco out of my system. I'm, I'm telling myself it'll take a good year to live someplace else and decompress and live someplace where it's normal. I can walk down the street where it's normal and not for blocks. I'm not seeing people passed out, hugging the sidewalk or full garbage bags full of trash as their pillows. And I'm very happy that there are more men that are functional, not just taking photographs of the dystopia and the dysfunction. These men now, these new jack men are now actually calling the police. They are going up to the junkies and saying, hey, you can't be shooting up fentanyl across the street from this kitty park. You have to move. This is where I have the analogy of the black American community and San Francisco. This is where they they come together. San Francisco is not going to rise without functional men galvanizing. It's just not going to. Black American culture is not going to rise without the functional men galvanizing. It's just not going to. Oh, and by the way, they have a X a bullseye on the face of this male called Dean Preston. This male, yeah, male, uh, pejorative, uh, dehumanizing, 
phrase. This male is the district attorney of the Tenderloin. You think it, he was from the antebellum South. He does not like to talk to the citizens of the district. He's just the mess. Oh, but the point I'm making is they're coming after him. They're like, he's going to be the next that's going to fall. Dean Preston. You'll hear this name at the show again. I won't be talking about him on social media. On social media, I switch his name around. I'll call him Peen Dresden. I'm not going to call him, use his name on social media, but he's going down. He is very, oh, guys, these, these people in San Francisco, these politicians, good work if you can get it to be a well-paid, apathetic person who's not serving the citizens or the community. Wow, sign me up for that. Sign me up for that. And I know that I'm coming to you late on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday because it works for me. So I figure it like this. Some of you are listening right away on the day that this show is posted, and I thank you and I see you. And some of you get it the day after or the day after that, and that's how it works because it's every other day. So it works perfectly for you and for me. I hope wherever you are in the world, everything is beautiful for you. I appreciate you listening. Make sure to come back on Friday. Thank you so much. Be good. I love you. I am Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. Thank you for listening to San Francisco Dam with Dee Dee LaFrac. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcast, Anchor App, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are found. <laughs>